Hey, everybody. Welcome to Humble Beginnings. David Thompson here, and, and we thank you for viewing. Uh, this week, our guest is founder and CEO of Kid Strong, Matt Sharp. Uh, he's going to be our guest today. Super excited to have him here. And Matt, if they, they want to get in touch with you to learn more about your personal or business side, how how should the people go about contacting you? Uh, just kidstrong.com. Okay. You can kind of track me down that way or yep. just mad at kidstrong.com. Got it. Perfect. Yep. And we'll put that in the credits and and uh, obviously in the like page and everything on the on the YouTube. So uh, we'll dive right into it, Matt. In, yeah. in five minutes or so, tell us tell us about your story and, and why it is that you have a humble beginning, man. Uh, grew up in Arkansas till I was seven. Uh, both parents hardworking. My dad quit his job of 20 years to go back to school to yeah. get his master's degree. Uh, we moved our family a- across the United States to do that. Um, so it was a really cool experience as a kid to go from like one life. And then I think my dad was probably 40 at the time and complete career change to go back to school, get his master's degree. My mom went back to work, worked while he went to school and then they traded Okay. And they both got their master's degrees. Nice. And then we lived in Louisville for a little while. Um, he was a so he was a, over some social workers at a boys at a boys club. So we got to move a lot. I got to see a lot of different schools. Yeah. Uh, make a lot of friends, um, which was really good growing up. Yeah. Um, always kind of a strange kid. Uh, really. A little bit of a rebel. Yeah. Yeah, but very strategic rebel, like not a rebel for just rebel's sake. Yeah. Um, uh, didn't like authority a lot, which was kind of strange because after I graduated college, I had my master's degree in criminal justice, went into policing. Yeah. Spent 10 years working for the government, seven as a detective, uh, three with the DEA. I did five in robbery homicide, but always had this like itch. Was just very entrepreneurial. And uh, when I was a kid, I used to draw pictures for money. Um, just always entrepreneurial. Yeah. And, um, when I was when I was in policing, got connected with my now business partner, and we started a business. I think I was probably about halfway. I was probably about five years in the police department, uh, a CrossFit gym, okay. CrossFit Maximus in Lexington, and we ended up being like one of the top, I think, five percent CrossFits in the world. Wow! Did really good and just got the bug for being entrepreneurial. Yeah. And at about ten years in to working for the government, I was just over it. Uh, and you're probably over it before you got into it being a rebel i was i just i loved the work yeah and i loved helping people and you know 10 years is a is a good run there so i got to do basically everything that i wanted to do kind of in that and i didn't want to do that forever um like i said i love the work i don't like working for the government right yeah um so went into kind of the entrepreneurial space at a tech company because what that's what everybody does is they go from policing to tech company. Okay, makes sense. And yeah. um, we had some success there. We had an exit, and along this journey, like me and Megan had our daughter Ella. Uh huh. And when Ella was 15 months old, my, Megan was a PE teacher, and <clears throat> she was a kindergarten PE teacher, and she was scared to death that Ella was going to be like all the kids entering kindergarten right now, mm. and. Apparently, all the kids are, there's a lot of kids that are struggling yep. in your kindergarten. And some of it's a physical, but sure. a lot of it's social and emotional. Big time. So she's like, we got to get her into something. I was like, what do you, where do you put a 15 month old? And um, we tried some places in town. I mean, to be honest, they were all very lame. Not <laughs> really what we were looking for. Yeah, I get it. And um, that was the genesis of what later became Kid Strong. So yeah. we started Kid Strong in our dining room. It grew to a prototype in a warehouse in Kentucky. And uh, after this weekend, we're getting ready to open our 10th location. Yeah. We franchised. Um, we'll open 30 this year, 65 next year. 
So all started very humble beginnings of wanted something for our daughter that didn't exist. And so we created it. And it it allowed me to scratch a lot of the itches because I'm entrepreneurial, but I also want to be around my family. Yep. So it allowed me to kind of put those two worlds together. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. Well, and and you guys don't know this. We certainly believe in the product because we put our kids in um, Kids Strong, and we had since moved. We're, we're pretty far out from a location, but we still got to talk about getting one out in the Corinth we'll area, that way. Flower Mound. Yeah, eventually, we'll put, that, put that on your next hundred yeah. of the program. Yeah. We'll put but, one out that uh, way. We still do all of our birthday parties there. We're very close with the yeah. Sharp family. They got we all got kids around the same age, so I'm, I'm here to tell it's you, a lot if, of fun. You, if you have kids in in that age and are struggling, go go see them. It's a great program. So. Um, let's talk about lessons. Being a being a business owner, a spiritual leader, obviously a, a father, a husband. Uh, what would you say your biggest lesson that you learned in the last 365 days was, Matt? I think I think one of the things that as you get older, I think you just start to learn. There's these like overarching principles that if you can kind of if you can kind of learn these kind of key principles, they're just gonna like reverberate through life and you're just mm. going to be a lot happier, a lot more successful. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm a little weird where like, I like to, I like to read a lot of like business books or like, um, self-help kind of books. I like those, but maybe where I'm a little weird is I like to read the same one, like five to 10 times yes, in a row me too. <laughs> because, yes. uh, I think a lot of people treat those books, um, like TV shows and they're not, but you should treat them more like like the Bible. Like Study when you think about somebody who reads the Bible, they don't read it for entertainment. Like right. they're reading it for substance. Agreed. And they'll read it over and over and over to kind of pull things out of it. Yeah. So for me, you just there's just a lot of there's just kind of like these key principles and and Ray Dalio's book Principles. If you mm-hmm. if you haven't read that, he he talks a lot about like there's these like key things that if you can kind of run in these lanes, it just makes life a lot more simpler and easier and just yeah. more successful. So I think just learning that it's it's not complicated, but it's hard. Right. But it's difficult, but it's not complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Is one of the big things I'm kind of taking away. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, before you got here, I showed them the lesson that you taught. It was like one of our first meetings. Yeah. And we were doing some jargon about financial planning. You're like, David, do you struggle with the curse of knowledge? I was like, what is that? And oh, you yeah. just curse sat down. Knowledge. You remember that? And you oh, showed yeah. me that. I just we showed- do every expert because we we have a ton of experts that we hire. Yeah. And they all talk at a 10 and everyone else is at a two. Yes. So it's like Spanish, it, you it, know, if you don't know Spanish. And the way I remember the way you taught me was, David, even when you dumb it down and you talk oh, you're to people, like an eight. you're still like at a six or a yeah. seven. They're yeah. in a two. And that between yeah. two and six is the curse of knowledge, right? Yeah. So great lesson, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's why scientists aren't all rich. That's yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, super said. smart. Yeah. yeah. But There's, not all you gotta, rich. You, gotta, you have to be able uh, to communicate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lots of wins, it sounds like. Talk to me again um, in the last 365 days. What would you say your biggest win has been? I think just, I think the company kind of persevering through COVID uh, has been really good for us. You know, the retail space took a huge hit. Mm, I'm sure. Uh, Adult fitness took a, because we have a lot of friends in adult fitness. Adult fitness took a huge hit. But we went into COVID, we had, you know, we had a valuation for the company kind of pre-COVID that was really good yeah. for us. And then COVID hit, and it was really interesting, but like, I'd say nine months after COVID hit, our valuation was 5X, what it was going into COVID. So your evaluation went up? It went up because of the way that the company navigated through COVID. Man, that is exceptional. So like all of our locations now are past pre-COVID numbers. You know, no we're, we're in our space, like if you're at 60%, it's probably healthy. Yeah. 
So we're all past pre-COVID. We've opened new locations during COVID. Way to go. And um, I, th- I think that's probably the biggest success because we just we did a round of fundraising mm-hmm. like post well in the middle of COVID. And it was really it was really cool that, you know, we were at a much higher valuation than going in. Yeah. And it, it's just a testament to the team. Like, we just have great people, man. Yeah, and you And if sure you have do. great people and good relationships, then you're just able to weather things a lot better. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that was a big win. That That is a big win. Yeah. Well, I think you see where we're going with this. We talked about yeah. biggest lesson, biggest win. You know yeah. what comes along with that. Yeah. What's your biggest failure, man, in the last 365 days? <sighs> I don't know. I'm such, like, an optimist. Like, I'm always <laughs> no, just, like, <laughs> whatever happened, like, we learn from it. Uh, have you ever seen that? There's there's a Jocko video. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah your your that's dog died. Like, that's good. Kinda, that's kind of how I am. I don't I don't know. I think there's probably some things we learned, you know, over the last year. You know, be. I think Grant Cardone talks a lot about like being ten times more yep. prepared than you think you need to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure in your live business, it makes a lot of sense too. It does. Yep. Um, but I think it. I don't know that we made a mistake, but I think it was I think it was good that we were a healthy business before COVID. But now I think the lesson I've learned is you don't want to just be healthy. You want to just like dominate yeah. everything so that when things come, you can weather those things a lot better. Because if you were a business going into COVID and you were like running the line, you're done. Yeah, over. Yeah. Over. If you're really, really successful, then you can weather it. Yep. And I think, you know. I think occasionally, like, nature thins the herd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just, you know, I think it's just a good lesson for us to, like, always be. You don't want to just be the winner. You want to be, like, so far ahead yeah. that you're almost, like, these things don't affect you as much. You don't want to be the winner. want to be the dominator. Yeah, huh? yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Um, do you have any, who are your, I was going to ask, do you have any role models? My guess is you do. So let me just yeah. ask it different. Who are your role models right now, Matt? Who do you look up to? I'm probably a terrible answer at this. Um, I kind of like pick and choose traits from people. Fair. <laughs> uh, I think one of the things when you get a little older and you start to meet people that, that you think are like at some level you could never be at mm-hmm. and you figure out they're human. Right. Right. And they probably have a lot of things that you, you don't want to emulate. Yeah. Um, but I, I think what I try to take away from is I try to I try to be around people that make me better. Yeah. And I try to be Amen, around people brother. that have superpowers in areas that I want to improve on. Yeah. So I don't know if I have a good answer for that, to be yeah. honest with you. But there's yeah. like certain people that I'll follow, like like I mean, Bezos is like a great example of like I love his thought process for starting Amazon. Uh-huh. But I don't want to be like the same father. Her husband is him. Right. Right. Yep. So like when you, I like to pick and choose, Yeah, you know, cause like for me, I want, I want to be a really good dad. I want to be, so like I might emulate some people that are good fathers, but maybe they don't have a career they're really right. passionate about. Yeah. But then if you emulate people that are, you know, that the career is the only thing, well, I, I, I don't want to be just like them because I want to have the, the father and the husband yeah. thing dialed in. So I don't know. I'm probably, that's a terrible answer for me. Kind of like you want it. There is no perfect everything. bodybuilder, David. I want an a la carte. I want Arnold Schwarzenegger's arms, yeah. and I want Lou Ferrigno's chest, and Dorian Yates back. 100%. And, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I want to a la carte this together. I, th- I, I want to have, like, a little more balance, you know, than probably some of those people. Because I think you have to be a little psycho to be ultra successful. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I think, it, you know, it's interesting because one of the things we talked about this morning at our Bible study was uh, while you're in the Bible study and everybody's reading, you know, the book of Matthew, it's easy to be a spiritual giant in, oh, yeah. in church and in the Bible study and at the company and when everybody's yeah. looking up to you. But when the door closes at the house and it's you yeah. and your wife and in your kids, your, or in your case, your, your four kids, a lot of people's whole, their whole color changes, right? Mm -hmm. And they're not a spiritual giant anymore. And I think that's kind of what you were alluding to is I want to be well-balanced in all these areas. Mm -hmm. I don't want to look good in, in front of people this way and then go home and be act like a fool. So, yeah. I, I want to sleep well at night. Right. Agreed. Yeah, I'll yeah. sleep well at night. Me too. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So, as a, again, as a husband, a business owner, a father, I know you have challenges. We all mm -hmm. have challenges in life. How do you overcome your hardest challenges in life right now? I think the key to success is discipline. Yeah. I really do. And I know that sounds like a Jocko Willink kind of thing to say, but I think I think emotionally, like you're gonna there's gonna be waves. And I think the only way to be really successful is just to have like these like a plan that you follow, whether you feel like it or not and be hyper consistent. And, yeah. and you know, some of the challenges that I face are I'm going to wake up at, you know, 5:45 every morning and work out, right? And then something happens and you don't go to bed till late and then that you okay, we'll sleep in this one. Yeah. And then when now I slept and then it turns into the next one and then the next one, and the next one and then, you know, then you're like 10 pounds overweight and you're like what happened? <laughs> and I think when I'm it's funny, but I think when I'm at my happiest i'm probably at my most like hardest working and most sticking to like the schedule yeah like it, it's not it's 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 not the easiest mm -hmm. it's the probably the hardest but i'm the happiest right yep. you know like because when you like working out in the mornings always one of those things that just it's like a life lesson because if you can do that you know the rest of the day seems a lot easier it does right yeah. and if you don't do that the rest of the day you're like man i wish i'd I wish I, wish I, I worked that. out. Because yep. there's no time during the day you're like, oh, well, I will just go work out now. And this never yeah. happens. Yeah, it very rarely does it So happen. it's just a good example of like, if there's like these cornerstone things that you can hold to, even when they're difficult, um, I think it just makes life a lot easier. Les yeah. Brown always had this quote, um, if you do things are that are easy, life is hard. If you do things that are hard, life is easy. Nice. And I love that quote. Yeah. It's completely true. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk about the last thing. We all have strengths, right? We all have these mm -hmm. things that we're really, really good at, really, really poor at, but I want to focus on the positive stuff and the strengths. Mm -hmm. What would you say is your greatest strength and what really kind of separates Matt Sharp? Not that you're better at or worse than or anything, but what is like kind of your superpower strength that kind of separates you from the herd? Maybe like vision and persistence, mm -hmm. or you would call it, I mean, if you don't like what we're doing, is stubbornness, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. But I I think I identify a lot more with people that are um, a little off, and they don't like, they don't necessarily follow all the rules that yeah. kind of life has laid down for them. Gotcha. Because I do think you can kind of create your own path. Yeah. Um, so I think being able to kind of, and and this doesn't always work out. And like if you're at a corporate job, this type of thing is not healthy, right? Right. Yeah. And that's why you kind of stick out. Um, yeah. But I think if people are able to kind of rise up, and I I just I try to like see more macro of mm -hmm. kind of what's going on. Um, like we don't have a TV, we don't watch the news. Yep. 
you know, and where it can sway other people, like it just doesn't distract me. Right. So I think that's, it's really helpful for me to like, it helps me stay focused on like what's really important. Yeah. Um, I also love building teams. I mm-hmm. love like taking young leaders and making them better and, you know, helping them achieve their goals. I love that. I love recruiting. I like like setting something like, hey, like, let's go do this big thing. And then I like having people self-select into that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're pretty good at building teams and hiring. It was it was you, I think, that told me if when when you're hiring people, obviously the old saying, "Be slow to hire, mm-hmm. quick to fire." Oh, yes or no? And, right. If they're yeah. not a ten, they're a zero. And mm-hmm. then you referred me to the book Essentialism, right? Yep. And I read that in there, and he said it's a the great same. Book. Oh, it's, Greg it's one of my favorite. It's in my top five, no question. Yeah. I consider that like a study manual, like you were saying. It's, it's not a, a book one. you read and go, "Man, that was a great book." It's a study. Oh, you got to study it. In my opinion, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and I. It's it's very difficult to like hold to those things. It is easier said than done. Yeah, no especially doubt. if you're hiring, and you know, now we've hired a bunch of people, and it's it is 100 like proven true over and over again that if you're like, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll make it work. It's always a mistake, right? <laughs> always a mistake. It's better to be like, you know, it's kind of a pain in the ass, and then like this amazing person comes along. Yep. You're just so glad you waited, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Hiring's a big deal, man. I'm going through it right now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I get it. But yeah. uh that's awesome, Matt. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming out yeah. today, man. We'll we'll keep it short and sweet. Um uh thank you very much. And again, we'll put his information up there for you guys if you want to get in touch with him. But uh this is David Thompson at Humble Beginning signing off. We thank you guys for viewing and tune in next week. Stay blessed, y'all.